Hello, welcome to Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church podcast, Faith in the Word. Here, Pastor Cecil Holloway is bringing you all the spiritual teachings within God's Word. We hope you enjoy. Please share with a friend. And like always, God bless you. Look at how the world twisted it. Mm-hmm. Look how the children are speaking over the parents. And the children are not speaking blessings, they speak curses. Because in God's eyesight, parents can speak over the children, but not the children speak over the parents. So the children, and the children, now look at it. God doesn't have a cutoff time. (laughs) He doesn't have a cutoff time. And now you read a certain age that you can speak curses over your parents. Your parents still, because look, remember we just read what uh, Isaac spoke blessing over Joseph's children, his grandchildren, to be blessed. So there's no cutoff age when now a child can speak curses to their parents. That's right. Because in the kingdom of God, a blessing, the lesser is blessed of the better. So parents can speak blessings over their children, but children cannot speak blessings over their parents. What can children speak over their parents? Obedience. That's what Jesus spoke to his father. Obedience. Children and parents can speak. So parents can speak blessings into their children's lives. They can declare and decree increase. And how children return back to the parents is their obedience. So parents can speak over the children, but not the children speak over the parents. Okay, look at the next example. This is where the devil has tripped us up mm-hmm. in the church. In the church setting, who has the greater anointing? The greater, greater rank, place, or position? The pastor. We're not talking about what you have in the natural. That's right. That's what people get. The devil trip them up. It doesn't matter how many degrees you got in the natural, how much businesses you got in the natural, how many cars you have in that. We talk about in the kingdom of God of anointing. Mm-hmm. Who has the greater position in the church? The pastor has the greater number. So the congregation are the lesser, and they're in the lesser place. So the, the congregation is supposed to speak the the obedience like the children. And so the pastor can speak the blessing. That's why sometimes as a pastor, and you got disobedient sheep, 
it's hard to speak blessings in their life. Mm -hmm. It's not that you don't want to, but there is something that will constrain you. It, it is a violation of the blessing. When there is disobedience, and it, is, it just happens towards God. When, <laughs> when we are disobedient to God, it constrains God. See, this is where religion has tripped you up. Religion has told you, you can just do anything you want, God is going to bless you. Because too much word that says that he, when you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, he will exalt you in due season. But when you're in pride, it said God resists you. And it's the same thing with the pastor. When there are disobedience in the congregation, there's a resistance yeah. of speaking the blessing. Because the lesser is blessed of the better, of the greater. And this is where the church, the church has missed it. Because through religion, mm -hmm. they have convinced the people to come against the pastor. To be, to be disobedient, to question, to debate, to argue. Excuse me. And they wonder why there has not been an abundance of blessing in the congregation. Because they never, they have had contradiction that the less is blessed of the better. So they looked at the pastor as their whooping boy or as their servant or as that we, you go do what I need to do because we give you a salary, so you do what we tell you to do, and that's why that's why a lot of them are dead. That's right. Wow, my lord, they are dead. Now, just like the parents, like the parents can speak the blessing over the children, your pastor can speak blessings over you, mm -hmm. but you can't speak blessings over your pastor. Just like the children to the parent, what you return to the pastor is obedience. Amen. Are you saying this? Yes. We are called to bless. We are called to bless who? We, we just don't bless anybody. First of all, we are called to bless. As a child, I'm called to bless my parents. I'm, how do I bless my parents? Do obedience. As a born-again believer, and I'm with the local church, I'm called to bless my spiritual authority That's right. through obedience. So after I do that, have, have you ever wondered why you've seen in some families where you got obedient children and the parents speak good things over them? And the disobedient children, there's not a lot of good things That's right. spoken over them. That's right. Because of this principle. Mm -hmm. Because the parents can bless their children. Yes. The parents can set the destiny for that child. That's right. If that child returns obedience. That's right. So that parent can speak the blessing yeah. over that child. They have the power. 
to speak the blessing. Say it with the congregation, the church. When the congregation members are obedient to the spiritual authority, the pastor can speak blessing. Yes. You know, have, have, you know, have any of y'all ever experienced when God lays something in my heart and I speak something over your life? Yes. That you experience the blessing of God? That's right. Because you have been obedient to the word, obedient to the things of God. Yes. And now you come to the man of God. You either sow into the man of God, you come to the man of God. And then the Lord gives me a, a timely, direct word. Yes. A, a blessing to yes. speak into your life. Yes. And once that is spoken into your life, you experience the blessing of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. So pastors can speak over you, but you can't speak over your pastor. And there's a lot of people who speak over their pastor. They're not speaking blessing, That's right. but they're speaking curses. That's right. There's a lot of children that are not speaking blessing, but they're speaking curses to their parents. Not realizing that my dad and mom has the power and the ability to speak good things over my life. Mm -hmm. My pastor has the power and the ability to speak good things over life. Now, once you get a hold of that, Remember he said, Abraham, I will bless you so that yes. you'll be blessing. Once you get a hold of that and you start receiving the blessings of God because you have lined up to the word of God and you receive the blessing of God, now God will position you to be the better of someone who's lesser. That's right. Oh, no, you, 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 yes. God will now position you uh -huh. that you become the better and someone that you encounter with, with the lesser, and then they will bless you, and you can speak the blessing yes. into their life yes. because you have done the kingdom protocol. Yes. Amen. Oh, glory. Glory. Go to Luke 10. Oh, man. Why didn't somebody tell me this? Woo. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, put your eyes on verse 5. Into whatsoever house you enter, first say, peace be to this house. And if the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. So now, this is what he's talking about. Now that person, they are in the position that they're the greater. And they get ready to bless someone. But he said, just don't go in people's houses. Stop blessing them. 
Jesus said, first of all, you need to find out if peace there. Yes. Yeah. Just don't go and just don't be going in folks' houses. Bless you, bless you, God bless you, bless you, and you don't even realize that there's no peace because the peace of God attracts the blessing. Thank you. So Jesus is saying here. Look at this. He said, "Into whatsoever house you enter, first say." Peace be to this house. The word peace, shalom. Nothing missing, nothing lacking. Mm-hmm. Nothing missing, nothing lacking. He said, when you enter the house, before you start pronouncing the blessing, mm-hmm. peace be in this house. And look at this. And if the son of peace be there, <laughs> your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. Go to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. See, you know, some of y'all missed it. You're going around blessing folks. That's free. That's free. And folks that you blessing, mm-hmm. now you're qualified for the blessing. That's right. But you just blessing, you just blessing everybody. Just blessing, blessing, blessing. You just blessing. I mean, you go, you know, you going around, you blessing folks that greater than you and Mm-hmm. Lesser than you, and you know, you have to discern it. You just bless it. I just bled, 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 bled. <laughs> Matthew chapter 5. <laughs> he said, Why? Why? He said, We're going to a house seeing pieces there. First, before you start blessing, seeing pieces there. Why is that? Because Matthew chapter 5, verse 9 said, Bless it. Are the peacemakers. For they shall be called the children of God. What is he saying here? Peace is blessing. Blessed are the peacemakers. For they be called the children of God. Peace is blessing. And they are a child or they are a son of peace. What is a son of peace? A son of peace is a believer who is ready to receive. So blessed are the peacemakers. If there's peace in the house, they are the children of God. They are son of peace. They are son of peace. And a peace son of peace is a believer who is ready to receive. So there's a lot of folks you've been blessing and they ain't receiving nothing. Mm-hmm. You've been wasting your blessing. Because mm-hmm. Jesus said, check and see a peace to be there. Because if they're a peacemaker, look at this. For if they're blessed, it's because blessed, look at that. Blessed are 
the peacemakers. Why are they? Why? Why? Why the peace is blessed? For they shall be called the children of God. So a son of peace is ready to receive the blessing. So we just can't go around just blessing anybody. That's right. If you want to be effective. That's right. Because Jesus has given them, he said, first of all, he said, these are the people who you need to bless. Those who are the greater, better than you. First of all, number one, you need to bless your parents. That's right. Do obedience. You need to bless your pastor. Do obedience. And once that happens, they can speak the blessing of your life. Mm-hmm. Then once that happens, God now places you in a position that you are the greater when you can bless people. So but before you go around, you start blessing folks. You need to go into their house and check and see if peace there. <laughs> Is there peace? And if they are the son of peace, that means they are believers who are ready to receive the blessing. That's right. Because if they ain't ready to receive, don't be wasting your blessing. Amen. God don't waste his blessing on folks who ain't ready to receive. God don't say nothing over nobody who's not ready to receive. That's right. That's why you study Jesus' ministry. That's why Jesus, when he encountered certain people, Jesus wasn't quick to say stuff. He want to know where you at. Before I speak the blessing in your life, he want to know. So that's why, that's why he was able to speak to the Syrophoenician woman, the blessing. When she said, hey, I got the peace of God in me. Just give me the crumbs for the master table. I take them. Jesus said, uh-oh. She made me see the blessing. Yes. She blessed. Yes. J.R.'s, same way. He said, don't be afraid. J.R. wasn't afraid. They said, J.R., don't trouble the master no more. Your daughter's dead. <laughs> Jesus told him, don't be afraid, J.R. Keep going. J.R. said, come on. Then when Jesus went into the house, mm-hmm. he yeah. saw there was no peace there. That's so right. the Bible said he put everybody out. Yes. And then J.R. received the blessing. Yes. His daughter was raised from the dead. Yes. Jesus didn't waste his blessing on anybody or everybody. He he discerned. We got to learn how to be discerners. That's what he meant. Don't cast your pearl to swine. We got to be discerners. Yes. Because we blessing folks. They ain't receiving nothing. We blessing folks who not even qualified to be blessed. So we got to be discerned. So Jesus said, see if there's peace there. And if they're the sons of peace, they are ready to receive the blessing. Mm-hmm. Go to Ephesians 4 and I'm close. Y'all getting anything out of this? Yes. 
Ooh, glory. We've been called to bless. Okay, I get it. But who am I called to bless? First of all, I'm called to bless my daddy and mama. Mm-hmm. If you got one. And if you don't have one, let me tell you. Let me tell you how God operates. Well, I can't bless my daddy and mama because I ain't got no daddy and mama. My daddy left me or my mama died. God will give you replacements. God will do things to set you up to work your faith to get the blessing. That's right. So if you if you ain't got no natural parents, God give you some spiritual parents. He'll give you spiritual parents. Y'all can't be my spiritual parents because I'm older than y'all. You ain't get no blessing. You can't, you can't. Just Holly can't be my spirit mother. I'm that shit. You missed it. God doesn't look at that stuff in the natural. God looks at rank, place, and anointings. Yes. And if you look at it that way, you'll get in trouble. Ask Miriam. Y'all remember Mary? Mm-hmm. Moses and Aaron Mary? Mm-hmm. They were brother and sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Miriam started looking at Moses. Uh, I, I can hear from God the way he did. Yeah, and he wasn't even around. He wasn't even, it just been me and Aaron. And now Moses on the same. And the Bible said the most powerful word in the word of God when people contradict against the things of God, the Bible said, and God heard. Leprosy came on. God, in the kingdom of God, God... God ain't looking at blood and sticking them water. He don't look at that stuff. God looks at, I call certain people to do certain things. Mm-hmm. They accept the call. They step in that position. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to be blessed, you have to go by my protocol. But if you look at, if you are absent from the Lord and present in the flesh, You'll look at it like that. I can't, I can't do that. You know, just like that, that preacher came to me who haven't preached in 10 years. He came to me. Brother Holloway, I haven't preached in 10 years. I mean, so I said, okay, brother. Gave him an opportunity to come preach. And I said, hey, won't you come join us, help us grow the church, and you'll see what God want to do. You never know. You know, uh, how, how old are you, Brother Holloway? Well, what that got to do with it? I'm older than you. I can't submit under you. Wow. And the last time I talked to him, he still ain't in the church. He still ain't preach. God, don't look at that kind of stuff. That's flesh. That's carnality. When it comes to the time that God tells me, okay, 
I'm ready for you to retire from pastor. And if God chose my grandson Mahari and raised him up, I can't look at it and say, Mahari, my grandson. I can't know what his grandma and I are going to do. When God has anointed him for that position, we're going to line up. We'll be right here supporting him. We'll be, we have a good position, but we will respect his position. His, we will, the less is blessed of the greater. And then he can speak blessings over us. That's your grandson. If God called him to be in this position, he has, he has now been empowered yes. to speak blessings over us. Yes. It's not no, well, that's our grandson. I can't, we can't submit on it. No. If God anoint him and place him there, we submit. And I'm not, we ain't gonna be on the sideline saying, uh, you did that wrong, Mahari. You did not, no. If Pastor Mahari seek our wisdom, if not, hey, what the pastor said. That's how the kingdom of God, that's how you continue on. Being blessed. And a lot, of, a lot of Christians don't get it. They don't get it. I heard a, a story from Brother Copeland. He said when he first, first met Oral Roberts. Now Oral Roberts, God anointed him so powerful. That he changed the whole complexity of America when it came to healing. He had great healing revivals and tents and all that powerful healing. And so Brother Goldman said when he met uh, Brother Roberts for the first time, Brother Roberts told him, he said, come on in here, Kendall. He said, take your shoes off. Get relaxed. Sit on the floor. Told his wife, Gloria, to come down. Told his wife, Evelyn. Evelyn said, I'm relaxed. I ain't taking my shoes off. All right. So he said, sit. And this, this man of God, it is recorded 50 million people were saved under his ministry. Over, I think it was over 10 million recorded healings over his ministry. And he went to Brother Copeland and said, teach me what God has taught you about faith. What? Brother Copeland said, what? Me teach you? That's a humble man. That's a man who understood. He understood that he was the lesser and Brother Copeland was the greater of faith and he wanted to be blessed. We can get some Christians can understand that. It ain't got nothing to do with natural stuff. It's got to know, oh, there's an anointing on your life. And I want to tap into that anointing. I want to sow into that anointing. There's an anointing because I know I'm going to be placed in that greater position one day where now I can speak blessings to someone. Have you found Ephesians? Let me wrap this up. Ephesians 4, verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Let no corrupt communication. What is corrupt communication? What does the word corrupt mean? Rotten, worthless, 
hurtful words. Rotten, worthless, hurtful words. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good, which is the blessing, eulogio, eulogy, but that, so the blessing should come out of our mouth. Why? Because the blessing that comes out of our mouth is the use of edifying, built up, that it may minister grace unto the hearer. So the good things that come out of mouth, when we speak the good thing, that it will build up and it will minister grace. Grace is that supernatural ability to do something that in the natural you, were, you weren't able to do. So that's why he said that no worthless, rotten, hurtful words come out of your mouth, but only the blessings. Good words come out of your mouth so that it may build up and minister grace to the hearer. Did y'all get anything out of this? Yeah. Amen. Only a person. No, let me rephrase that. Only a believer that is settled and grounded and rooted in faith and love and righteousness can walk in, this, in these truths. If you're not settled, you're going to have difficulty with this. If you're always looking in the natural, you're going to have problems with this. But once you get settled, grounded and rooted in faith and love and righteousness... I see. I sense the anointing on that person. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm, I'm a soul into their life. Mm-hmm. I'm a bless them. I'm the. I'm gonna be the lesser, because mm-hmm. the lesser is blessed of the greater. Yeah. I am blessed. I'm qualified, so I'm gonna be. A, I'm gonna be the lesser, to be blessed of the greater. I'm not looking at this thing as natural. I'm not looking at this as relatives and all that kind of stuff. Oh, God, don't look at that stuff. Man, when they said to Jesus, Jesus, your mama out here, yeah. your brother, sister, he said, who's my mama? Who's my brother, sister? Only those who do the will of my father. Yeah. We got to get out of that natural stuff. Yes. We don't look at all that natural stuff. I'm look, I, what I look for, I want to see, are you anointed? That's right. And if you are anointed, are you able to remove burdens and destroy yokes? And the only way you become anointed, you have to be obedient. To God. That's the only way you become anointed. I just want to see if you're anointed. I don't, whoever God raises up when it's time for me to make that transition over past the time, it, God could use one of my granddaughters. God could use one of my nieces. One of my nephews God can anoint. And if I know that's the anointing of God, it's settled. Whoever God's anoint, whoever God anoints, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Amen. And if you are anointed, that's settled. Me and my house are obedient. Amen. 
Now, if you ain't anointed, and you out there faking the funk, act like you anointed, but you ain't really anointed. You faking and stuff. I'm sorry, nah. But you can tell somebody who's anointed. Burdens will be removed. Yokes will be destroyed. The blessing. Blessing come out of our mouths. Who do we bless? Those who are qualified to receive the blessing. First of all, my daddy and mama, they qualified. God didn't say that they are qualified because they were good daddy mama. He's talking about that position, that place, that anointing. Then my pastor is qualified. I speak the blessing I sow into his life. And then after that, God will move me into that position of the greater. And then when I get ready to bless people, I got to make sure peace is there. That they are the son of peace, ready to receive the blessing. It's a process. We just can't just go around and just bless you, bless, bless you, honey, bless, bless you, bless you, bless you. And the blessings are just falling to the ground. You're, you, you have, you're not letting the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be acceptable unto God. You're just blessing everybody. You're blessing devil folks. Folks of the devil, you're blessing. Folks that are religious, you're blessing. Pastor doesn't have to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it, it wasn't about whether it's an apple. See, we don't know what Adam and Eve ate. It wasn't about an apple, banana, grapes. It was about, are you going to do what I said? We made it, uh, they ate the apple. It wasn't nothing to do with the apple. It could have been a pomegranate. What they ate. But the whole issue, it wasn't the, the fruit. It was about, I told y'all not to tell it. So, that's what, the, that's what the, the answer to the question is. So, since I'm called to bless, I need to find out who am I'm called to bless. 